Today, we are going to talk about all the things that are influencing how we are building and leading acuity. We're going to talk about different books, podcasts, newsletters, and of course, some of the people who we have been using to help us think about improving ourselves and our firm. Because I hope you didn't think that Matthew and I made all of this stuff up ourselves. All that here today on Drink While You Think, the weekly happy hour conversation between a couple of guys who are building their accounting firm in really weird ways. Matthew, rumor has it, we have yet another sponsor. We do, we do, we do. And uh, uh, it's it's apropos that uh, you picked the topics today that on how we build this, uh, we build it a lot through working with peers and, and talking to the community and stuff like that. And we have a sponsor from the community. Today's sponsor is Butler Davis Tax and Accounting. Butler Davis Tax and Accounting for all your tax and accounting needs. Thank you, Butler Davis Tax and Accounting. Um, You might be wondering why in the world another accounting firm would be sponsoring an accounting firm's podcast, but I'll tell you why. It's because the founders, Nicole and J.W. Davis, are just quality people. I mean, they're just great people. They're great professionals and they're just amazing individuals. You would be very lucky to get a chance to work with them as your service provider. I know Matthew and I are lucky to have them as friends. So we're appreciative of them and tune in next week because they will be on the podcast. So you get the chance to meet them. That's a little bit of a teaser there. huh? Yeah, a little teaser. So which one of the ones are you drinking today, Matthew? Okay. Well, um, you can tell they're tax people. Because they sent the pints and not the wussy little drinks. <laughs> and the ABV is 9.8 on this point. This is the Ooh. Russian Imperial Stout. And this is from Iron Hill Brewery. Nice, nice. All right. I'm also drinking from Iron Hill Brewery. Um, they hooked us up with a kind of a whole pack there. This is the hipster IPA. Am I looking kind of hipster today? Or I'm just, I don't know. The stash is kind of coming in. You're much um, more hipster than me. So that's I don't know. You right. and I are both looking a little dirty today. We're doing the weekend edition. And both of us were in the middle of home projects when we started filming this. So we're we're ready for a beer for sure. Yeah. Um, Matthew, take a sip while I make my pour. You know me. You got to have my. That's right up your alley. Like it? Well, initially, any I thoughts? Do. It's initially. I'm trying mm. to. It's a hazy uh, IPA. Dark chocolate and espresso. Okay. Mm. Hazy IPA here on my end. It looks like it is a brew. It is a 6.7, not too bad. So I can probably work some power tools a little bit later if I need to after this. We'll see how that goes. Hope I won't lose. I should finger. probably consider that one before I mm-hmm. took the pour. So we got tap for us today, man. Let's get into it and talk about it. I think there's um, I feel like lately there have been a number of different books we've been reading and we've probably read in the past couple of years that have been helping us think through some things. So I guess maybe I'll start with you. What's um, what's kind of in your inventory right now of one that's been maybe something you're currently reading that's been helpful as you think about either growing yourself or growing acuity? What's what's on the radar? Oh, just just um, the most recent one I um finished was called the checklist manifesto um which is a, a fascinating view into the results that the surgical field um had you know with uh putting checklists in place and the improvement of life saving and 
good outcomes and stuff like that. Primarily they use surgery as the example throughout, but they also talk about how, you know, use it in the example of like large scale construction, you know, you build these 500, you know, or 50 floor skyscrapers, you know, and it's like, it's just a crazy thing. And then the other example they have in there is pilots. Pilots are a great example. So a uh, really interesting uh, view on that one. And the other one I'm reading is it's, I'm having trouble getting through it, but I'm trying to be better about giving good feedback. So radical candor is, is what it's called. So, but it's for me, it's just hard to plow through. I got through the first hundred pages and it's just, I can only read a little bit at a time. It's pretty dense and I'm, I'm a little obtuse, I think. So, <laughs> Well, do me a favor, go back to um, what, what any big takeaways on checklist manifesto that you think are relevant for us and other firms. Oh yeah. I just actually did the summary for the, the like, like the, the team. I had five pages of notes. I really did. Whoa. Um, what were the interesting ones? Yeah. What's a big um, one? The one of the huge biggest takeaways was their advice is anything that people do all the time, like um, without thinking, like don't put on the checklist. So like on the pilot checklist, like fly the plane is not on the checklist. <laughs> right. So like, don't put fly the plane. So don't put reconcile the bank accounts because everybody reconciles the bank accounts. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other thing, the number of items, uh, there, uh, the other concept that I got out of it is like, if you're gonna have a checklist, there's a concept of a pause. So check checklists only really work when there's like a, a moment that you're stopping to take assessment of that. So like in surgery, there's only, can't remember how many pauses, but the ones that jump on me right before they go into the surgery and right after they come out of the surgery are for sure two of the pauses. So, and then um, for each pause, you only get five to nine items. Like that was, that was really interesting before people are just like, this is too crazy of a checklist, but um, interesting. But um, so like when, almost uh, like check, you're saying like checklist fatigue, almost. It's just like just too many wrote things. Yeah. After nine them. items, they said their compliance mm-hmm. and other things, it gets, goes way down on just all the studies. It's a good, that's uh, a good reminder for us as firm owners building workflow for sure. So we were trying to figure out like, we could do a checklist when we start, like right when we start, if there's a starting checklist, uh, right before we communicate to a customer and then wrap up. Those are the only three points mm. that I could think of or as pauses for our month in cycle, at least. Um, there's probably one for, for tax as well. Um, the other thing was incentive systems don't seem to work in checklists. Like if you put like if you pay people to do checklists, it doesn't, it's like a two to 4% lift in improvement versus huh. just, so the takeaway there was like, people want to do a good job, just help them. And then um, the fascinating thing, and I think this is interesting for the remote workforce is one of the biggest things they did in the surgery checklist was make everybody stop and introduce themselves who's working on the surgery. And so if you think of a hospital, there's like six people coming in there frequently in a big system, they've never worked together. Mm-hmm. So they said the, they, they made them do two things to increase communication, starting it, introduce themselves, say your names to each other. And then the leader was the one who would walk people through what was going to happen. So they talk about what they were about to do. 
we're going to go do a surgery on their left leg. We're going to put a rod in through the knee, blah, blah, blah. And then they would talk about if something goes wrong, it usually goes wrong here, blah, 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 blah. The feedback from the, the other people on that, after all that was like more people were aware of what was going on. It was like better education for long-term just by introducing each other, like talking to each other, people would um, stop you from doing something stupid. Like they would be like, Hey, Hey, Matthew, pause, you know, like, like they'll talk, call your name. Like, you know, like, Hey, I think you said you were going to go in through this angle and you're right. I did say we're going to go in through that angle. You know, I think it's, so I people, think it's the right leg, not the left leg. Yeah. You know? Right. Oh, well, the, the, the funny no, thing is it. like the, there's a pre-op checklist is like, there's literally a Sharpie added like to the checklist to do not cut this leg is one of the highest improvements of surgery outcomes, actually like the bad outcomes. Uh, what was the other thing? I wonder if that's um, why, you know, on, on flights, you know, you hear a case like, Welcome everyone to your flight today. We're on our way to Los Angeles. And then it used to happen more that that doesn't happen anymore, but people all of a sudden stand up and like, oh shit, I got to get off this flight. I'm not going to Los Angeles. It's part of the checklist. But The other concept that I thought was fascinating, it had nothing to do with the checklist, was I had the concept of, because it was a medical thing, is like basically most um, follow-up procedures only require you to do four things to catch like 90% of the problems Mm -hmm. measure body temperature, pulse, blood pressure, and respiratory rate, right? Four things. It catches 90% of the shit out there. Right. Interesting. So why I noted that down, I was like, could we apply that to our world? Like what are the four things every business owner should be tracking? And I had like margins, revenue, Cash flow, yeah. cash balance, like there's something to that. Oh, absolutely. We just we just check those four things, like a balanced set of four things every time, and then when they're off, like do something. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Like, a, um, yeah, the quick health screening. The um, okay. Yeah. All right, you, so, you've gone deep dive enough there. I'm gonna cut you off. It's, otherwise, it sounds like we're just doing a, the checklist manifesto. Uh, book report, which we're not doing this as a podcast. I'm trying to give people a, a variety of things, but that's oh, sorry. Clearly, that one's grabbing Matthew. He's excited about Checklist Manifesto. Check it out. He mentioned Radical Candor. I am reading that now. I just started. I'm early. I'm not to a hundred pages yet. I'm getting probably close. Um, I'm reading that one because um, I suck at Radical Candor. <laughs> So I'm trying to get better in that area. And at least I know Matthew's read it. I think some other people on our leadership team have read it. So I'm trying to get to where I think it's helpful. Kenji more specifically (laughs) suffers uh, from what they call ruinous ruinous empathy. empathy. That's me. Ruinous empathy, folks. I'm just going to love you to death, people. I'm just going to love you to death. You'll never know what's wrong with you. You'll you'll never get better. But man, are you just going to be, you're going to be loved. Take a look at that book. I've got that one. Most of mine are on Kindle, so I can't total up to show them. You're, you're more paper copy. That's I'm excited about. It's been helpful to me. Um, the other one for me also, I've mentioned this to a lot of people um, from a books that I keep going back to, and I've gone back heavy lately as we've got in the strategy is any, anything Jim Collins. Anything Jim Collins is like, I just think he's fantastic uh, from a long-term strategic leadership thinking. I, I don't typically, 
I have trouble with business books and leadership books that are too soft and fuzzy and like anything that's written as a fable. This is a me thing. I don't like, I like data. Give me data points. And Collins, I think resonates with me, might with other accountants where it is just freaking data driven. And so we've done almost all of our offsite the past few we've done have been based on strategy and planning have been based off there. I'd say if you ever want to talk to strategy, it's too much to get into here, reach out to me, but I'm going to point people to like, well, what we're doing at Acuity is basically built off of his beyond entrepreneurship, a thing called the map. It's literally a map for how to do strategy. And for us, it's been helpful. We're just starting it so early into it. But for me, it's a great framework to think about strategy. In fact, I have a couple of them here. Hold on. I got to show this to you real quick, Matthew. Well, Kenji's going. Thanks again to our sponsors. Oh, dude, I was thinking oh, our sponsors. Thanks again to our sponsors, Butler Davis, Tax and Accounting. Okay. Okay. So this is another one of his books. <laughs> I've got this Great by Choice by Jim Collins. Check this out. I got this for Christmas. Look at this. Oh, he signed it for you. <sighs> your hero. <laughs> signed it. That's how much my wife knows. I'm such a nerd about Jim Collins. We could design. totally do the, the history of Acutian books. We could. So was they, the, the first one, the first one we did was Jim Dore, right? Did we do that one first? Like OKRs? No, well, I was gonna say OKRs has been a huge one. I wanted to call that out for people and talk about what was the Oh um, no, before that, you know what it was? Predictable, predictable revenue. revenue. Uh, Aaron Ross. He predictable uh, revenue. So that's how we uh, built as, our sales team. As firms think about sales teams, right? Some concepts are probably a little dated as it comes to complete outbound selling. But I would say this is a good one to talk about. If you're trying to figure out how to build sales function, I would highly recommend, like Matthew mentioned, predictable revenue by Aaron Ross, because the It'll big takeaway you'll get out of it is <laughs> it's it's math. You think it's relationships and it's not, it's math. And so that should give accountants comfort. Like it is math. Now more accountants should love that book. They should I love swear. it. You should really love it's it. It's all mean, math. It's all math. Sales, sales is math. And so I, that's a great one. It's a pretty easy read. Um, again, some of the outbound strategies have probably gotten a little bit long in the tooth now, um, but the concept of a funnel and conversion rates all the way through are just super interesting. And so I, that's a, I think that's a great one. You could that, do the well, that was acuity. definitely in the first acuity book. That was and then after acuity. that, we, well, I think we went to OKRs after that. We went to OKRs a few, number of years okay. back. Yep. But what was it called? Is John Doerr's book? What's it called? Do you remember? Um, it is probably, called, I can probably look it up here real quick. Um, uh, I'm sure this makes great, great listening. Um, this makes great listening when we have doesn't it, or do things on the fly. Um, yeah. Measure what matters, right? Is that measure what, it is? what matters? Is measure that what, what matters? Called? Or maybe just what matters? Yeah, John. Dorn measure what has. measure what matters sounds right. Yeah, I read that with my forum. Yeah, it was really that's a great one. Yeah, measure what matters with John Doerr. Check that one out. Um, I think that's a great way to build a good cadence. And we've kind of got a little bit of a different cadence with OKRs. It's a separate topic of conversation, but I think we found that the ninety day, like. Something about 90 days for doing some planning and bigger things makes sense, right? Yeah, it, it, it just does seems make sense. to feels like the right rhythm and getting them smart goals. Smart yeah. goals that are measurable have to be measurable. Like check out OKRs if you're looking for ways to do goals with your team. Um, I highly recommend looking at John Doerr stuff there. Um yeah. The, the other one that I think you've introduced that we're kind of still kicking around, we've kind of been heavy and kicking around for projects, I think. You know, you want to talk about shape up a little bit? 
Well, we, we started with the base camp founders the, the I started with. It doesn't have to be crazy at work. And I just like, like, That's I kind of like the base camp founders. I don't even know their names uh, writing. Like you like that other guy, Jim Gollins writings. Uh, so it doesn't have to be crazy at work is a great read, great read. Um, just on, on, on life balance. And then they had a little pamphlet, you PDF download called shape up. And it, it governs how they make decisions on how to improve their product. And we're trying to kind of incorporate that as how we make decisions in improving our back office. Um, so like our processes and, and anything institutional. So it's been an interesting thing. It, it, it's based on like a sprint concept. Uh, if you're, if anybody's out there com, uh, familiar with how software companies do sprints, uh, but it has a great, some great takeaways they don't keep a backlog. They figure if the problem's big enough, it'll resurface. So like if you, if you, if it's not the top priority, it's, it's just left around. Um, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that would be a good one. You know, we've talked, we spent a lot of time in the past few episodes talking about accounting software companies, right? So there's a lot of accountants we know building no code, a lot of you know accounting software that we like to talk about. Those that's a great read if you haven't looked at it for them. I think in particular if you've got a development team is, is shape up. That's a that's but, a but we found their applications in even just internal projects and having people collaborate. Oh, for sure. You know, let's stop and think about and put some effort into building the business, building right. it, building the business, but how we're going to frame this project up. And then you give people freedom to go, okay, go do it, right? Go, go do it. So it's a fun, what I liked about that too, is super collaborative and very, just a fun way to, t- I thought it was a fun way to tackle a problem versus just throwing something over the fence to people here, go work on this, right? Like actually let's work yeah. on it together. Let's whiteboard it out. That was interesting to me. Um, cool. This is some, those are some good books. I think those have been formative books for us that we're continuing to kind of poke on a little bit and read. What about, um, kind of, we've talked a lot about podcasts. This is essentially a podcast. What are some ones, anything out there that's kind of, I, th- I think when I talked to you recently, you weren't going, you weren't super heavy on podcasts these days. I've I'm been probably heavy podcasts. on that. I'm not doing podcasts right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll take this one. I, I mean, again, there's, there's, there's the usual suspects. I mean, cloud accounting podcast is great for kind of getting news out there. Um, a lot of the stuff on earmark that Blake's doing, I'll admit, I, I feel like it's kind of, I have some podcasts that are kind of guilty pleasures. Um, some of those are sports related and things like that, but also sons of CPAs. I'll give Scott and Jason and Nicole kind of a, a shout out, all those folks, a shout out. It's just fun to listen to. Like, I like listening to hear the weird stuff that Scott's actually going to say, <laughs> which is, it's just like, when you miss conversations with your friends, uh, you get to well, are, are you are you going off topic to like uh, uh, how we build the business or like what right. we like to do? What we I like, like to doing do. lots of stuff, like That's how true. it influences the business. Oh, not, I do. Lazanus has an easy podcast because it's um, seven minutes at a time. So yeah. I like those are those are great, but you can catch up on a bunch in, in a small stretch. Well, I like how he's got those nice and condensed. He kind of bangs through his. The other one. Um, yeah, he probably of, spends he's probably spends more time on his seven minute preparation than than Scott spends on seven episodes. I don't so, know about that. Scott spends a lot of time. These are think? oh, I know. I Lizanis is like it's so tight. Do you, know spe- do you know who spends the least amount of time working on their production? Me, you and me, dude. I mean, you in no, particular, but, but I'm like I don't do anything. We don't do much. We are off the cuff. What happened this week? What can we talk about? So no one does less than we do, but ours is easily the most unfiltered, just like, let's go with it. Um, A couple others I'll throw out there that have been interesting that are non-accounting for me that I've liked. 
especially if anybody has does work in the tech space, I'd encourage to take a look at the All In podcast. I think it's excellent. It's just a um, and all these we're going to put links to. We'll have the team drop links into so you can go check out these books and podcasts. That one's really interesting if you have SaaS clients and you want to get the perspective of venture capitalists on things like valuation and what deals look like. Um, that's a really good one. I've enjoyed. Um, I still always listen to the Tim Ferriss stuff just because I think he gets, he just had Zuckerberg on. Like, when do you get to hear Mark Zuckerberg talk about how he built, how he's building Facebook and Meta right now? So um, I don't know. Some of those are kind of longer form ones, but. Yeah. I, I like those. Those are, those have been good. Um, anything else on like, well, so I guess, Matthew, what about you meant like anything like newsletters or things you read on a regular basis? Um, no, I'm not really. The only thing I'll add was um, one of the books, which we didn't read, or, I mean, I went back and read it afterwards because everybody's in EO is a big traction group. Like everybody's, Big on traction. Yeah. Have you? I don't know if you've ever read it. Either. I've got it. I've downloaded it. I've been so to try to the read crazy it. thing about it is like it's basically the framework we use, and we've never read the book. Like we already had it in place, and then we were just like, oh, okay, interesting. So, I guess somehow it's, it's just like through osmosis of being around enough people that have done traction, it's kind of seeped into us somehow. Well, if you do OKRs and you kind of get on the path to it, like so, we just kind of stacked a few things together, and we did some kind of. Yeah, random version of traction. So that's the only other thing. I think so. I think um, Lazanis' stuff newsletter every week is a must read for me. So Ryan's. Um, I also think um, what else out there from newsletters and things weekly that are just really good reads to stay up on things. I mean, some of those are kind of more staying current on on you know just what's happening. I think Jason Stat stuff is great too. Those are those are awesome. Those guys I think those guys do awesome jobs each week of just kind of keeping people on top of what's happening in the industry. Um I know some people I don't know how you are. I know a lot of folks who are really into Twitter and like tax Twitter. If you ever followed that handle, super into that. But I yeah, I, I took Twitter off my phone, so I've been doing better about that. So I'm not yeah I, it's been yeah. distracting for me. I don't think it's a place I, I can't Maybe even we're getting old, but like, that's just too much for me. There's too many things coming at me, like to bear, to make it useful. Does that make sense? Like the nice thing about Twitter is you, every once in a while, you like meet somebody you wouldn't have met before. Right. So, I mean, you really, that's how I met Lori Lynn. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, awesome. Those are good. So like, that's like. Like that, that, that's the kind of people I'm like every once in a while, like see the nice thing about, in about a month or so, I'm excited about that. She's awesome. But I mean, right. like, that's how, like, like there's a couple people. That's how I met them. Right. Is, I, I is think through, if you can find Twitter, those relationships so. and you can um, maybe find a few people you really trust to follow, that can be helpful. It's just, how do you, it's just trying to get and avoid all the other noise coming at you. Like that's hard. Like there's just. It's it's in the middle of like a bunch of noise. You gotta you gotta do it. I, I don't spend enough time well, there. Probably one of the problems we have right now is we're 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 like in infrastructure mode. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we need to not look at the shiny objects right now. So like we are, don't go on Twitter. We're in a place that's a little bit uncomfortable for you and I. Of like, oh, you and I are shiny object. What's next? How do we? Um, but yeah, maybe I guess maybe we'll finish up before we do some ratings of like, who are the, I mean, there anybody that you lean, I mean, outside of people at Acuity and you and I, like anybody that you kind of lean on um, for 
you know, people in particular that you're like, oh, I got to talk to them more about things I'm thinking of or things I'm doing. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably some of your some of your EO group folks. Yeah, I do that um, with my EO group a lot, um, which is just uh, for those of you who don't EO, it's just like a small group. So it's like mine has six CEOs in it, and um, they have the different entrepreneurs organization. Yeah, so different. They're from all from different industries, so they're not an accountant, so they think about things differently than us. And then um, I still am doing the Future Firm Accelerate, so I can mm. post in there and get ideas there. Um, you know, um, I don't feel like I, you know, I, I mean, I always feel like I can just pick up the phone with some of these folks and yeah. give them a holler too. So, which is like, nice for sure. I mean, to me, Ryan's somebody I trust. You know, if I was in a crunch, you know. Like I would, I would give him a call if it was something um, just because he's kind of been there and done that. Yeah. So I, I, I had a little bit of, you know, some time to think about this since I was putting together the questions and things and you didn't, but um, I was thinking like, okay, who do I talk to in the space? Like, do I, you know, outside of acuity, do I probably, I was just kind of thinking like, if I had to look, if I had to go back and look through like who I talked to a lot, I'd say it's the ones I typically kind of speak to about firm building. There are um, Liz Mason. I think uh, I'm really grateful for my friendship with Liz just because she's doing such unique things, such interesting things. And so um, she's always doing interesting things and has a great perspective. And it's just such a trusted kind of friend and peer in the space that I just, I, I always love talking to her. I think, so I, I think I feel like I talked to her at least a couple of times a week, Michael Lee, <laughs> Michael, Michael and I, we love to kind of just talk and, and wrap a bit, but Michael's always, I think Michael comes at the space in a, in a different, in a, in a way that's more of a business owner mindset and less of an accountant, which is different. Yeah. And sometimes I, I butt heads on that with him, but I, I, I like that. It's good to have that perspective. And, and he's always just fun to talk to. So I think Michael's been one, Nicole McKenzie, um, all these people have been on. Actually, Nicole's not been on our on this, but we need to get Nicole on. She's just I'm a sure. good. She has to have been on this before. She's. I don't. She don't think she has. Um, we can get her on. Um, she's always good because she's just always asking questions. I like people that ask questions, like who's doing this or who's doing, you know. And she's just a super, um, like, hey, can I ask questions about this or how have people done it before? She's just a. I think somebody digs in on learning. Those are fun. I just think of those are people who have been helpful to me as I think about thinking about like, what are people doing building their firms? There's a million others I'd love to add to like a regular cadence. If I could just talk to other firm owners like all day long, I probably would. But well, we're kind of spoiled in general. We've got Lisa, Scott, and Patty. I know, like we get Tuesday. that. Like we yeah. get a, every we get a weekly stand up with like five total in the room, people that that just get it in the I, space. Yeah. Like, like You and I get it, three other badasses to actually spend time with every week. For, for 90 minutes to dig in on stuff. And it's, that's, a, that's our favorite, one of our favorite news of the week. So, uh, I mean, that's pretty, I mean, that's a pretty first worldly kind of problem. But yeah, all those people out there, I'd say us included, Scott, Patty, Lisa, um, Nicole, Michael, you know, Liz are all people that are very accessible. And so I'd, I'd say reach out and have conversations with them. There are a lot of people that have helped us think about what are different ways to kind of build the business there's a lot of books out there. There's a lot of podcasts. Oh, you, um, should, you should totally, oh, I could, I could do it. So if you, if you have any books that you guys have read, let, let us know, please. Like podcast, Kenji, tell Kenji the podcast. I don't really care about the podcast. Tell Kenji the podcast. 
<laughs> let let me know the books. Uh, we're we're interested in getting better. Seriously, drop like drop, that'd be awesome. Drop some recommendations on what things you're interested you're looking at. So um, please do that. Drop it out in Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, all the places that this crazy little conversation is happening. Also, Matthew, we have a podcast um, like on all the podcast channels too, dude. All of them. But do people can do people post comments to it? I have no idea. Hopefully, they can rate it five stars. Yeah, five five stars. for five. Yeah. But if you want to put a comment, you know the best places to do it is, you know, uh, LinkedIn. I have no YouTube, idea. All the stuff. The best way to do a comment. I don't, that's a good point. <laughs> all right, let's do some rating of beers and land this plane because you and I okay. probably you and I probably have um, more things to do on the list of I know, weekend I projects. I gotta go back outside work. I know I did too. Now we, my, oh, you um, got yours probably pulled up first, don't you? I've got mine pulled up first. I like the hipster IPA. I would, you know, I was I was hoping we may need to check our beer. I may I thought we and I had the same beers. I think we have separate different beers. Um, this is their hipster IPA. It's a New England hazy. I thought it was very good. Um, I'm gonna I'm a, I say very good. I say good. Let me give it good. I'm gonna give it a Four. I like a hazy. It also makes me think of summertime. I feel like we're getting ready to go into summertime. I'm happy with that hazy IPA. Um, so Matthew. I got, a, I got the Iron Hill, the Russian Imperial Stout. Okay. I think that's what it, I think that's what it's called. Imperials. Let's see if this looks like it. I think this was the picture you had. Yeah, that's it. Imperial Stout right there. Is that it? Yeah. Picture look right. 425. Oh, 425. Oh, that's good. Oh, that is good stuff. We got some good ratings there. Follow us on Untapped. Go take a look. You can see all the beers we've been drinking. And again, big shout out to Nicole and JW. Uh, join us next week. Next week, you get to meet them. I've got something special planned, by the way, too. So I'll, okay. I'll give a sneak peek for that. You're going to be out, Matthew. Sorry you're going to miss them. Uh, oh, I'm out next week. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not that sorry. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that sorry. We'll talk about that when you get back. I'll, I'll be out with you, too, if for some reason you need an extra um, okay. helping out. But uh, anyway, we can postpone things if we need to. I'm just saying. Cheers, man. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thanks for jumping on, on the weekend edition here of Drink While You Think. Please subscribe. Most importantly, please drop some comments and let us know what else you'd like us to talk about here. Uh, But we appreciate everyone. We'll catch you next time. 